Welcome to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I'm your host, writer and comedian Emily Winter. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please, if you are having a good time listening, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. And one other wonderful thing you can do to support me and the pod is to buy my book. It's a trivia book called One Day Smarter. It makes a perfect grab bag gift book for anyone for the holidays. Um, I would say anyone 12 and older. Uh, Maybe a little younger if they know about SEX. You know, it's not a swear, it's not a book full of swear words. I'm just babbling now. I'm going to keep this in. Uh, It's not a book full of swear words. It's not a book full of sexy information, but it does, as they say on This American Life, acknowledge the existence of sex. Um, But beyond that, I think it makes a great gift for anyone. So my book just came out. It's called One Day Smarter. It's hilarious random information to uplift and inspire, and I hope you get it wherever you like to get your books. Thank you uh, for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Today on the podcast, I'm super excited to have Katie Kirkpatrick. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, hi. Hi. So you have one of my favorite types of scary stories, and I can't wait to hear it. You stayed in a haunted hotel. I did in San Antonio. Oh my gosh, so cool. So when were you in San Antonio? So it was over the summer, and I was traveling by myself from Texas, and I had always wanted to go to San Antonio, so I was like... I'm just going to stop off in San Antonio and stay at a hotel all for me. <laughs> awesome. And San Antonio um, is like a really beautiful place and they have the, like, that gorgeous river walk. Um, were you staying in a hotel near the river walk? Was it in a historic district? It was right across the street from the Alamo. And, uh, okay, great. and I, so I pulled in, I had no plans, right. It was just a, like on a whim type of thing. And um, I was like, I want to stay at that hotel. And I was like, no matter what, I'm staying at that hotel. It's across from the Alamo. I want to be looking at the Alamo. This is all about me. And so for whatever reason, I was like, this is the hotel. (laughs) Um, It's called the Emily. It's right next to the, (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It has a crazy story. Even just the name has a crazy story, but um. It's right next to the Alamo. It's in walking distance of Riverwalk. It's a great, it's a beautiful old hotel. What's the backstory to the Emily? The black backstory to the uh, name, the guy who created the hotel, I think, or built it or something. He had a wife named Emily who got sick. And so he hired um, a, a person to take care of her named Emily, then ended up having an affair with the Emily. Oh my God with the other Emily kind of knowing and then he had her like squirreled away at this place and then um and then like that Emily died and he was and he was worried like that Emily was gonna leave her or it was like the the mistress Emily was like uh oh he's about to leave me for this other person and so she's like oh come come to me let's like talk about stuff and then she ended up shooting him (gasps) So Mistress Emily shot the guy who built the hotel after he had cheated on wife Emily with her. Wow. Uh Wow. Man, these poor Emily's. Okay. (laughs) And I guess maybe the poor guy who got shot. Uh, (laughs) Wow. So do we know how old this hotel is? So it was originally built as a hospital. Oh, wow. 
and it's funny because while I was staying there, like some things started happening and I was like, do not look at the internet. <laughs> do not see if this hotel is haunted. Do not do anything tonight because you cannot handle it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh so my I had God. To wait, I had to wait till the morning. Okay. Hold on the Emily. I'm looking it up too. Okay, the Emily Morgan San Antonio was built in, which is now a double tree hotel yeah. <laughs> um, by Hilton, um, was built in 1924 by famous architect Ralph Cameron. It, the Emily Morgan Hotel was originally constructed to be the medical arts building on the Alamo Plaza. Interesting. Well, it seems like it was converted in 1976 to an office space and then in, in 86 converted into a hotel. Oh, in 1984. So now we know that it did have, yes. It, I mean, according to its own website, it, it was a medical arts building. And I think that's what the ghostly spirits were from. So now that we have this background, what did you experience <laughs> there? So I check in and they give me um, a room that didn't face the Alamo. And I was like, I didn't come all this way to not be facing the Alamo. So, <laughs> so I went downstairs and I was like, Hey, is there any way I could get it one on the other side? And this really awesome desk clerk was like, well, for 25 bucks more, I'll give you the suite on the 10th floor. And I was like, heck yeah. And so I had this like big, beautiful suite. And when you walk in, the radio is already on like a classical channel. And so it's like playing this like beautiful classical music. And then I was on the 10th floor and you open it up and you look down, you can see the Alamo. And I was like, ah, oh, and there's like a bookcase with books on it and a tub that has um, like this big tub that uh, was kind of like a whirlpool tub type of thing. Oh, amazing. And I was like, oh, this is so great. I'm by myself. This is like the best. And um, so that's my bird, by the way. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so we know it's not a, uh, a ghost bird. Yes. Okay. Um, so um, like just relaxing reading, right? This is where it, where it all starts, right? I'm relaxing reading. And um, all of a sudden I hear this crazy noise and I'm like is that some sort of insane vacuum like is somebody vacuuming in here like what the heck is going on and so I'm like okay and I go investigate and it's the whirlpool tub and just the air is on like the air from the bottom that makes the bubbles is just blasting and I was like oh well that's weird turn it off and I was like that's first of all I was like oh <laughs> that's okay and I was like that's not going to stop me from taking a bath later yeah absolutely <laughs> um and so I think I go out and I have some dinner whatever and I come back and I'm like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna take this bath I fill it up and um if it, you know I, I'm feeling like a little like hmm uh, but I can't define it right but I, so um I take a bath relax and then I get out of the bathtub and then I hear movement happening in the room right so like either like, like it's almost like books were being moved or like furniture or something. Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I'll just wait till they're done out there. And I was like, what kind of thought is that? Who <laughs> <laughs> just wait to who's done out there. This is my room, <laughs> like, but I'm still sticking with it. And I don't go out of the bathroom until it's like, there's no noise. And so I'm like, okay. 
go out and uh and I'm like okay whatever whatever um and then I'm starting you know I'm reading again getting ready for bed and then I hear this like guttural cry from outside the window and it was just like it was just this like ah, like this painful cry and and I rationalize it in my head right away because I used to live in New York and I was like oh that's a homeless person like you know kind of crazy just screaming like this is my life and I'm so frustrated with it right and I'm like oh it's just a homeless person kind of thing but Did the, it sound like a man or a woman it was a man okay and he was just like ah, you oh know God. and then I was like and then I, I was like okay it's a homeless person but you could hear so much like emotional depth you know, in it and intensity. And, um, but then I'm starting to realize, wait a minute, I'm on the 10th floor. (laughs) Somebody can't be standing right outside the window. Right. And that's what I thought. It sounded like somebody was just on the street and did that. Oh my God. And so that's when I was like, do not look up anything. Do not try to investigate anything about this hotel. Just go to bed. And so I went to bed (laughs) and then it was, it was the next morning I I woke up and I was like, all right, that was crazy, whatever. And then I'm, I go to breakfast and then, um, I come back, (laughs) I get in the elevator and, uh, I walk in the elevator right away and somebody had pressed every single button, right. But nobody came out. And so I was in there and I was like, why are all these buttons? pressed and then all of a sudden it calls the the girl um at the front desk and she's like how might I help you and I was like I I didn't t- I, I didn't touch anything <laughs> were you like I'm in the elevator and I don't know why it's calling you yeah what did she say she goes oh it's okay it happens and then I get out right away because I'm like this. yeah and um, I'm like freaked out. I'm like, whoo. And uh, um, I go back down, right? And I was like, hey, what's, is there something going on with the elevator? Like what's happening? She's like, no. And then I'm like, Ugh. and so I wait until somebody else is in the elevator for me to go up it again. And uh, it's a guy who works there. And I was like, hey, all these like weird things keep happening. And he goes, oh, they're messing with you. <laughs> oh my god and were you like who yeah I was like what and he goes oh yeah he goes he was doing the laundry and he goes down in the laundry room like he sees things like he'll see people walk by that aren't there and like machines turn on all the time and he was just like they are messing with you that's so scary And then I just like run to my room. So this part is, I feel a little crazy and I don't know if it was like, all right, I'm just like psyching myself out or something. Right. But, it, and then um, I gather all my stuff. I'm like, so freaked out. Right. I'm ready to get the heck out of there. And um, so I get my stuff and I'm walking out and then the, the hallway, it was like, you know, the doors, it wasn't flat. Right. There was like little like ledges behind each kind of door. Okay. Type of thing, right like little walls okay and um I go past this wall and there's this like person in like an old white like 
like like an old white shirt, you know what I mean? And they they're like sitting there and they look up and see me really quick and then they like jump at me, right? Like almost like if somebody was like hiding and then jumps at you to scare you. And I literally go, whoa, dude, <laughs> you gotta chill out. <laughs> Holy cow. And then he just disappears. Like he just like jumps at me, but he disappears between like me and the thing. <gasps> and I'm I, I'm like, okay. Like I just said something out loud to something that's not there and like put my hands up like that. Like, and, uh, and. And so you felt crazy in that moment. I but, still feel crazy. <laughs> but you can't like deny that you saw and felt that I see it so freaking clearly in my head. Yeah. That's what's nuts. I'm like, I saw that. And I and the look on this thing's face was like, I don't know if it was like surprise or you know what I mean? Or like it was almost like surprise, like, oh, you can see me. And then he like jumped at me. Oh my God. So then did you, so you were like, I'm out of here. I'm taking my suitcase. I'm leaving. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Did you tell the front desk? Like, did you ask the front desk? Like, Hey, I'm on this 10th floor room. Is this one haunted or anything? I, I asked them and they're like, yeah, we get, they're like, you know, we get people saying things sometimes, you know what I mean? It wasn't specifically like that room or anything. And then when I went back and read about it, one of the things it was saying was in the elevators, buttons will be pushed that nobody pushed and it'll automatically call the front desk when nobody's calling the front desk. <laughs> exactly <laughs> your experience. Holy cow. So what, when you read this, did you feel more afraid or did you feel affirmed or what did you feel when you read that this place is haunted? Good question. Um, I felt a little more firm cause I did feel a little crazy you know, and I guessed, you know, I was like, okay, this place is like obviously haunted. I didn't know it was a hospital before that. Um, and, uh, I was like, it did, I did feel confirmed and like, okay, I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Would you ever go back there? It's so I want to go back to San Antonio so bad just because I like that city. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I told my kids and my family about this story and I don't, it's like, I kind of do like, I'm like, Hmm, would something else happen? But then I kind of don't because I'm a little terrified. Like I was, I was really shaken. Absolutely. (laughs) Did you get a feeling of positive positivity or negativity from this ghost? Like, did you feel like when you saw him? that he, I mean, you said he seemed surprised, but like, did you feel like maybe neutral energy, but did you feel any kind of like, he wanted to help you hurt you just be known or anything? I keep thinking about that. Cause I think about the look on his face and it was definitely like kind of the surprised look. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way he jumped at me, that's what I'm, I can't, I'm really trying to like piece together, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Was he just like excited that um, that somebody saw him? Was he like was he like messing with me? Where it was like this boo thing? Because that's what it like. It felt like somebody hiding behind the corner and then jumping out intentionally to scare you. Yeah. Um, or was it like oh he was like trying to grab me? You know what I mean? It's like I don't I don't know. 
Right. That's the scary part. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Do you feel like you, did you, before this experience, did you believe in ghosts and now has that changed at all? Um, so, uh, as a child, my mom passed away in my house and her spirit was like hardcore in there. Um, all my friends would be like, they would come in the house and like, cut it. The air is so thick in here. And it was, it felt like this, like thickness. And then if you were in my room, um, we could be like on my bed and then my friends would be like, who just walked by? Who's here? And I'm like, um, nobody, you know, and you would just see like this shadow kind of like on the corner of your eye go by. That's very sweet. Yeah. Especially if it didn't freak you out and it didn't feel like a negative thing. It was freaky. I mean, it definitely was freaky. I could definitely like at night feel her like sitting on my bed, you know, that was like a. I just felt this like impression of something sitting on my bed all the time and I would freeze, you know, and it's kind of weird because I'm like, I know that's my mom, but it's also like, um, a freaking ghost. <laughs> so how old were you when this started happening and how long did it happen? I was 11 when she passed away, but we, um, didn't move back into the house probably till I was like 13. Mm-hmm. It was like mi- hardcore middle school and high school. You know, and I just kind of had the sense she just wanted to make sure I was okay, mm-hmm. you know? So it wasn't um, like a threatening or super sad. Yeah, that's wonderful. Does this, does having this experience in San Antonio make you want to like visit any other haunted places or do you feel at, at all any more like enlightened or, or not really? You're just like, I don't know what to make of this. It, it's okay if that's that too. Um, so it might've, it kind of justified so, um, there, was, there was one time I used to live in upper Manhattan and, um, where Washington, did you, have you ever gone to the, um, the highest place in Was- in, um, Washington Heights and, um, George Washington stayed there. And it's like this little, like, it was like the George Washington's headquarters. Oh no. Awesome. And he took it over from this woman, this like wealthy woman who took a lot of pride in that area, her, her like house, whatever. Um, this, this whole backstory, I mean, it's been years since this, but um, uh, I was there one time just by myself, just like cruising the grounds or whatever, just looking around. And um, I felt this thing like push me. And, uh, and I was like, what? And it felt like I was like something pushed me and then like went through me kind of thing. Oh my God. And I was like, what the, I was like, man, this place freaking haunted. <laughs> and, uh, and then I, you know, I walk around and I actually see this guy and he's working on the, he's working on the grounds. And I'm like, these, this is really beautiful. You've done a great job here. And he's like, Oh, thanks. And he was dressed in old timey clothes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I, uh, whatever randomly like looked it up another time and supposedly the woman who owned the house originally is still haunts that place and gets pissed about the visitors there (laughs) oh my gosh oh my gosh so you may have had more experiences than like yeah I mean it sounds like you've had several this is that's crazy yeah you just asking me that question made me think of of that experience and I'm like what is this like something that happens now (laughs) (laughs) three times is a lot for like you know three different experiences a lot so maybe you are a little bit sensitive maybe I'm sensitive I don't know it's scary (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, what do you think ghosts are? Do you think that they're just like manifestations of energy or, um, do, I mean, would, do you have a feeling of what, what all this stuff is? It's interesting. Cause I think about that sometimes like, it's like, you know, I, you know, I respect the fact that energy doesn't die, you know, and that it kind of evolves, but then it's like, is that your entire energy? Is that your soul? You know, it's weird to think that somebody's entire soul is stuck. And so I don't know if I believe all that but maybe like a piece a piece of your like desire or wanting or or you know um or you're not ready or 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 something like that gets kind of left um yeah I don't know yeah because the idea that like somebody's entire soul went into just pushing you a little (laughs) is sad yeah right you like hope that an entire soul could do better than that and would have higher uh higher expectations for themselves and you know bigger bigger fish to fry uh than to shove a stranger a little bit um yeah yeah and 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 maybe it's that like intense emotion that gets stuck right like the you know her that woman I think was from if I remember correctly was like mad that that these soldiers took over her beautiful place right Mm -hmm. and so she's like get out of here you know my mom was like Oh, I don't want to leave my daughter. So that piece of her, you know, was still there. Yeah. Yeah. But who, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, Katie, thank you so much for doing the pod. Where can people find you on the internet and plug whatever you would like to plug? I have a podcast. So what's it like to be a woman anyway, where we investigate what it's like to be a woman with other women. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Um, I'm on recommendship where a group of us uh, recommend a movie that other people haven't seen and then we talk about it. Um, and then other than that, um, just, you know, maybe you'll see me directing a play somewhere here and there or be on stage for comedy coming up, hopefully now that COVID is lifting. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. It's been lovely. Thank you for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. Please check me out at Emily MC Winter on Instagram and Twitter and grab a copy of One Day Smarter, hilarious random information to uplift and inspire my new trivia book wherever you get your books. Have a great week.